0: To BG Mania, a video game music podcast found right here at Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island, Frank. Hey, guys. Let's get the housekeeping out of the way real quick. BG Mania and Level Down Games is entirely self-funded as a passion project. If you'd like to see it continue to grow and become something even bigger, consider supporting us through one or all of the affiliate links listed in the description of this podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us. Uh, Radio Hour, baby. It's time for more Radio Hour. And uh, obviously, this is one of the best times of the month as we as we do these uh, episodes. Radio Hour episode—or, I'm sorry, Volume 14. This is Episode 60. But Radio Hour Volume 14 this month. And if you're new to the show, first of all, welcome. But what Radio Hour is, is an eclectic mix of music featuring five tracks from myself, five tracks from Frank, one from you, the listener, and one from Jessica, who also works at Level Down Games. Uh, We do this eclectic mix where it's no themes, no particular game we're showcasing, except every now and then. We're we're allowed. Like, I picked all four tracks. Yeah, four four of my five tracks were from God of War one month. But uh, it doesn't matter what we do. It's just an eclectic mix of music and uh, with, with no set idea before we get into the show. It's always a lot of fun, though. And I have a lot of fun doing these episodes. The opening track you heard was my first pick on this episode. It came from Guacamelee 2, and it's called The Baddest Timeline. Now, Guacamelee 2 is a very recent release. It just came out August 21st, 2018. So last week, and it was composed by Rom DiPresco, who is responsible for Need for Speed 3 and the original Guacamelee. So. Uh, and I just did a review up of this to this game. You can go to our website, loveadongames.com You can read the review. You can go to our YouTube channel. Check out the review. If you're not currently subscribed to YouTube, when you go check that out, make sure you click that button to help us out. But uh, you can go check out those and see my love of Guacamelee 2. Fantastic game. I absolutely love this.
1: No, it's on my radar. I'm going to be playing this one soon. Very, soon. very, very soon.
0: I, I hope soon. Yeah, we also talked about it extensively on the uh, Maximal podcast on Monday. Uh, If you're not listening to that, you should be. Check that out, too. We do a lot of things here at Low Down Games, not just video game music, even though this is still, to this day, the most fun show that we do, in my opinion. But uh, I I do enjoy some BG Mania. But I also enjoy Max Level. I enjoy everything. I enjoy that track, because what they did with the soundtrack in Guacamelee 2, it's very retro-inspired. But this one in particular, Baddest Timeline, I talked about this in the Max Level podcast, the Baddest Timeline is a tongue-in-cheek play on three other games in the side-scrolling beat-em-up genre. We got Bad Dudes, what they called Bad Hombres in Guacamelee 2, Double Dragon with their reference to Triple Dragon, and uh, River City Ransom and what they called Rivera City Ransom. So Juan gets some timelines crossed, and he ends up in the baddest timeline for a small segment of the game, less than five minutes. But it's one of the best segments of the game. This track kicks in. I instantly fell in love. There was another track I wanted to do for this episode. But as soon as I heard the baddest timeline, I was like, "Nah, I got to do this one instead." Like, I, I had to play this track because, first of all, I knew you would like this one better. But it's so good. I'm saving the other track for next month's episode of Radio R. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna play both, but I'm, I'm gonna split it up. I'll do it next month. And, it's, and
1: this is definitely a reference to Community. Uh, Abed has the darkest timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, during one of the episodes of the Mingo K series, so you can definitely tell this was you know, inspired by that. It's cool that this game itself actually takes a lot of pop culture references. It does. Like you said, Double Dragon, mm-hmm. River City Ransom, all those things.
0: Yep. I love stuff like that. It's very, very cool. It's very good. This game is good. The soundtrack's good. Uh, I keep a running tally of of, of things to, to eventually go back to for our end-of-the-year awards. I stuck this on the list for uh, Soundtrack of the Year so far, so... Uh, if, if it'll stay there, who knows? We only do six nominees each year for each category. I may cut that down to five even for for this year. I may do a little bit differently in 2018. I don't know. I'm always changing things up. I always have different ideas. So we'll see. We'll see. I might not even include Frank this year. He sucked last year. So just
1: kidding. Brian, that is a lie. I'll be back by popular, popular demand.
0: <laughs> in your All mind, right. in your mind.
1: So for my first track, I'm going to just hit you hard right from the beginning. Just... Go with the gusto. Okay. You see what I'm going there on this one.
0: Uh I think I think I this think I pretty much do, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. From Shinobi 3. <laughs> this is Whirlwind. That
0: was Whirlwind from Shinobi Three, dude. Shinobi Three. I'm yeah, not just Shinobi Three, but the entire Shinobi trilogy, the original trilogy. I'm surprised we don't pick from those games more often. All three soundtracks are great.
1: They they really are, man. And uh, uh, for this one, this is actually had three composers. Okay. I couldn't find who actually did this song, so we're just gonna give credit to all three.
0: Yeah, that's fine. It's, that's usually how it is a lot for these retro games.
1: It's uh, Hirofumi Murasaki. Murihiko Akiyama and Masayuki Nagao. Okay. And I pronounce those perfectly,
0: I'm sure. I doubt it, but sure, close enough. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, this game is, I'm like, just comparing the Shinobi games, which they're all good games. I'm not going mm-hmm. uh, to... I can't, let's just say anything bad about Shinobi, but I feel this one was definitely smoother, definitely more
0: Oh, it's... Fluid. De- yeah, they, they learned a lot from what they put with Shinobi 1 and 2, and obviously they, they utilized their knowledge for to make Shinobi 3 better than the other two. I, I think Shinobi 3 well, is better than the other two as well. well. This game is...
1: I dare to say easier than the other Shinobis. It plays a lot faster. Could be. It's like it gets to the last level. A level is freaking impossible. Can't be done. Easier doesn't <laughs>
0: make it a, a worse game, though. Huh? Easier makes it more accessible, which is sometimes a good thing because more people that's can probably, play It's it.
1: that's, that's probably the best way to say it. It's, def- it's definitely more fluid to play. So yeah, it takes away some of
0: the lumbering difficulty that didn't need to be there in the first place. It opens it up to a wider audience, which is a, which is a, a, a better thing because it means that means you know the game is. It will do it will do better. I mean, if, if you appeal to a hardcore crowd, that's fine. A lot of people do that still to this day. You look at Dark Souls, you look at Bloodborne and you look at games that are extremely challenging like that, you're appealing to a hardcore crowd and, and that's not a bad thing. But if you open up your game to be more accessible, it'll potentially sell better. So that might be why um, that might be why Shinobi three is often remembered as one of the better ones in, in the in the franchise. But and, this, and, a, and a
1: Shinobi is stronger than steel. And Faster Than a Whirlwind, the last keeper of the Oboru Ninjutsu techniques, which is why this song is called Whirlwind, see? Everything ties
0: together in my cohesive, crazy world. Nice, nice. Uh, great track, though. Fantastic track. Like I said, I, I'm surprised we don't pick from the series more often because from what I remember and, and now listening to this track, it makes me want to go back. And I, we have picked something from Shinobi before. I remember we picked something from Shinobi in the past. I'm sure of it. Uh, it was during one of our composer spotlights, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, it, but I could be mistaken, but it was definitely for something. It was for a theme or for it was for something. I don't remember exactly what we picked, though. Um, I'm surprised we don't pick from this more often because we need to. Let's go ahead and move into my next pick then on today's episode of a BG Mania Radio R Volume 14. I got a fun one here. Frank, you are going to love this one. I assure you, you're going to love this one. The game is Blue Dragon, which was a JRPG on the Xbox 360. The track Eternity. Was Eternity from Blue Dragon. Fantastic little track there. But uh, you, you'll be happy to know that that was composed by Noble Yumatsu, the legendary, one of my favorite composers of all time, arranged by Satoshi Henmi. The lyrics were written by the father of Final Fantasy, Noble Sakaguchi, who also developed the game. And the vocals were done by Ian Gillian, who is the lead singer. For Deep Purple, or I should say one of the lead singers. He's not the original lead singer of Deep Purple. He's a highway star. Well, he's the singer that was popular. He's the, probably the most popular singer of Deep Purple. He was he was there during the era of Smoke on the Water, which is one of the more famous Deep Purple songs. So, yeah. And uh, Blue Dragon released August 27th, 2008. So uh, almost, almost 10 years ago to the day. Because it's August 29th, 2008 on the day of this post. So almost 10 years ago to the date.
1: That was the beginning. I had, stole, you, I had a
0: feeling you liked that track.
1: You stole the metal from me, you son of a, oh I I, my did, God. I didn't steal the metal.
0: Uh, you, I, bequeathed I, me, you bequeathed me the gift of the metal for a I song fit, I never heard. I've been sitting on that track for a long time. The reason I haven't played it, it hasn't fit anywhere. The only episode I could have potentially fit it in would have been our boss battles theme. Because Eternity is the boss battle music in Blue Dragon. I'm not the only boss battle music, but it's it's a good chunk of the boss battle music. And uh, I, I've been kind of waiting for an episode where you actually didn't pick any metal. And when you submitted your tracks, I realized you didn't have any metal. So I was like, all right, well, this is the perfect time. So
1: so the game is Blue Dragon. The lead singer is from Deep Purple. The composer is from is a black mage.
0: Uh huh. Blue, black, purple.
1: <laughs> I, I had nothing. I didn't know where I was going with that. So I had to stop. Oh,
0: yeah, and I was hoping you'd go somewhere else with that, but oh, well. So uh, uh, yeah, I guess you have nothing then, huh? No, no I, I got something. Oh, yeah? I
1: am going. I am going to follow up your metal. Okay. With a nice emotional tune.
0: Okay, you're gonna play uh, tick for tack here, huh?
1: How about that, Brian? <laughs> from a series that we've never heard a single song
0: from. Yeah, I I, I wish that were Any the case. Episodes. I wish that were the case.
1: A, a track I've been sitting on for well since since episode one. Sure. This is still alive. was Still Alive from Portal mm-hmm. uh, my favorite game series in the modern
0: era for sure that's my favorite track from the original Portal it's the one I've kind of been waiting for you to do so
1: yeah I, I think I've teased it to you a thousand times over that I'm going to
0: play this song and you're like it doesn't fit it doesn't fit I mm-hmm. found a way mm-hmm. um, um, is this the first track you've actually played from Portal 1 though most, uh, of, the, most of the stuff you play is from Portal 2 I know I think this is the, I think this is the first track actually this from Portal 1. This very
1: well may be the first track from ri- the original Portal. Yeah,
0: I think this is the first, I think this is the first time you're actually going to the original Portal over Portal 2.
1: And Portal was actually a game that I initially missed. Really? I had no idea of its existence. <laughs> didn't know anything about it. Um, When the Orange Box came out, uh, like for like this, game, I think it was like, uh, like, everyone was selling for like $8 on mm-hmm. 360. Yeah, yeah. My friend's like, dude you just picked this up I was like okay and they meant for me to play Team Fortress
0: (laughs) collect them hats baby
1: little did they know I'd be spending all my time playing the portal
0: playing the portal
1: love this game so much Uh, composed by Jonathan Colton sure performed by I think Jonathan Colton is what I am thinking
0: Uh, I don't think he was on vocals but
1: I'm gonna give him credit I'm gonna give him credit for everything okay okay
0: what I like about this track and why why it sticks out to me and why it's so memorable is obviously they're using that Vocaloid style. So, um, you know, Vocaloids are very popular over in Japan. Think Katsune Miku, uh, she's probably the most popular. That's actually the shirt I'm wearing today too, funny funny enough. But uh, I've got her posters behind me and I've got several of her t-shirts as well. But uh, they're using that style and it just, it's so memorable that I don't know, man. It's beautiful too. It's really, it's a beautiful track
1: it really is and it, it tells the story of the game there actually is a deep there's a deep story to this game well as deep as you destroying her heart and throwing it into the fire as, uh, a, they,
0: as deep as deep purple there you go you tie it right
1: back Brian
0: you were the master of tie-ins I know master of tying in general you and your sweet bandana yeah master tie everything tying bandanas tie my hair back tie in uh, tracks together um
1: but yeah man Like I said, this is this is portals I mean this is this is this is a great song mm-hmm. uh, were you was it you and I who actually played this rock band online with me singing yeah. the song
0: yeah yeah what an experience that was
1: uh, for one uh, I'm an excellent singer no you're not did incredibly well
0: no you're not uh,
1: but a little aside to that I was living in Texas at the time yeah I had a full surround sound system, so I'm playing this. Brian is playing from Ohio. or Actually, no, you, even Ohio. you were playing from Vegas. At I, time. Was in, I
0: was at Vegas at the time, yeah. I was in Vegas. Uh,
1: and, and we're playing this online. I'm singing the song to the best of my ability, which is perfect. Just, again.
0: Again, not very good.
1: Uh, but I go outside, and my downstairs neighbor, who is an elderly gentleman, had to be upwards of nine, ten thousand 10,000 years old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like are you upstairs listening to that rock and roll music? Obviously knows I'm great. Uh, and I was like, no, sir, that wasn't me. He goes, it must be those people who live next door. They're real jerks. He goes, yeah, I'm going to complain about them. And he <laughs> went ahead and told, told the landlord on them. But and I never got yelled at. So how about that?
0: God, you are the ultimate scumbag.
1: Um, it was all your fault, Brian.
0: <laughs> my, shredding, my shredding guitar skills were way better than your somewhat singing.
1: I was not only
0: saying but playing bass at the same time. I was a multitasker.
1: That's right. I was that good.
0: Yeah, that good. Mm -hmm.
1: All right, Brian, what's your next track? Let's let's, let's, let's go back to the. Let's go back to the. We're not actually going to my track. We're going to a
0: listener Uh. track. We're to go into part of the episode. Yeah. It's always a great part of the episode. Every time we do radio hour again, if you want to submit a track to us and you want to be featured on an upcoming episode of radio hour, just submit tracks, bgmania at level games.com. I mean, if you want, you can tag me in Twitter comments. You can tag me wherever, but uh, the easiest way to get to me is bgmania at level That comes right to my email. Uh, it, it gets forwarded to Brian at Leveldown games.com. If that's easy for you to remember, but it shouldn't be. So bgmania at leveldown games.com submit tracks for upcoming episodes of radio hour. Submit tracks for themed episodes if you'd like, and specifically submit tracks for an upcoming bonus episode in November, where we're going to do a complete fan submission episode on November twenty second on Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. We're going to do an t- entire episode based on you. So submit tracks to us, please. And if you guys want to give us a little
1: story, what you're thankful for, or yeah, just want to, yeah, or, well, or if you have, or if you have a connection to the game, any kind of story exactly. you want us to tell, let us
0: know. Exactly. One thing I will say, we used to get stories with our track submissions. Uh, we haven't been getting stories recently. We've just been getting emails with, hey, can you guys play this track? Which that's fine. I'm all, I'm all for that. I'm all for more interactions. But uh, if, if you want to submit stories behind your submissions, why you're submitting this track, I, I'm assuming you like the track if you're submitting it. But if you want to let us know why, we'll read that on there, too. So um, this one came to us from, so I got to check the notes. This one came to us from Nathan, was emailed bgmania at com. if you want to email us as well. And I had to go back and make sure we didn't play this track. From its from it's from a game it's well from it's from because it's from a game that we've done an entire episode on. Oh so, wow. yeah, so I had to go back and make sure we hadn't played this track and we didn't, which makes me think that they also checked. So thank you for that, <laughs> Nathan. But it's from Super Mario 64. And the track is Hazy Maze Cave. That was Hazy Maze Cave from Super Mario 64 submitted to us from Nathan. Thanks again. Uh, the composer, of course, the legendary Koji Kondo. And this released on September 29th, 1996 here in North America. Uh, as I said, I had to double check and make sure that uh, we hadn't played that track before because we did an entire episode on Mario 64 when we were doing the um, the Mario series. So uh, great piece of music, though. Uh, very much the the underground theme. So... Uh, I I, I like that a lot, but what I didn't like was the level that this music's from, Uh, probably my one of my least favorite areas in Mario 64. I, I don't know. Something about this level just didn't it never it never struck me as fun like the other levels were. I don't know. There was something about this level I just didn't like. It's because it was difficult, Brian. It's not because it was difficult. It was a difficult level, but it's not because it was difficult. Uh, I don't know, man. There, there was just something about this level that I always dreaded every time I played through Mario 64 of getting to this of getting to this area. Something about it. Just it, I didn't like it. I don't know. I'm not sure. Just didn't but like a it. what
1: tra- but, but a good track in general. Good job, Nate.
0: Yeah, no, great track in general. Uh, obviously, you can, can usually never go wrong with Koji Kondo, especially when it comes to Mario tracks and Zelda tracks. But uh, great piece of music there. I was surprised that uh, that, that we didn't actually play that one. Uh, we, we usually do play tracks that, you know, that, that are used as callbacks. And this was clearly a callback to the underground theme from Super Mario Brothers. So it, it, a great piece of music, though. Great piece of music. Uh, I appreciate it. But we will go ahead and move into my next pick now. And this one here, I had to go to a game series and a game franchise because of the news we got the past week. First of all, as I sit here with a copy of it next to me and a digital copy on Steam, Shedmew 1 and 2 Remastered came out for PC and PlayStation 4. Not only that, though, but at the Gamescom opening ceremony, the release date was announced for Shenmue 3, and we found out that it will be coming out on August 27th, 2019. So just under a year away. By the time you're listening to this podcast episode. I did a reaction video to the games come up in ceremony. It is currently on our YouTube channel. If you want to go check that out, you can see my utter excitement when they announced the release date my my swearing, my just everything that I was so happy when they did this. And it was 530 in the morning because we had ungodly hours for when this actually showed up at uh, at Gamescom because obviously they're Germany we're North America, time difference. But uh, I, I literally had to, had to hold back the excitement and hold back the tears as we found out that uh, Shenmue 3 would be releasing on August 27th, 2019. So I had to pick a track from the original Shenmue. So from Shenmue, one of the most iconic pieces of music from Shenmue, this is Shenhua. And that was Shenhua from Shenmue. And I, I obviously, I, it, it, the name of the game is Shenmue. I say Shenmue. So, but but it is Shenmue. Someone did correct me in a reaction video. So apologies out there to everyone that, uh, that pronounces words correctly. I've been saying Shenmue since I was a kid when the game came out in 99. I was, well, not a kid, but I was... Uh, 13 years old when when Shenmue came out, and I've been saying Shenmue ever since, so just because it's so ingrained in my mind, it's hard to go back and actually say Shenmue, even though I do know the appropriate pronunciation, Uh, so apologies on that, but uh, it was composed by Ryuji Ayuchi, who is considered the main composer for Shenmue, Uh, released November eighth, 2000 here in North America, came out in 1999 in Japan. But, uh, which is why I said 99, because I've been following this game since before it was released here in North America through the, like, official Dreamcast magazines back in the day. I was so pumped for Shenmue, dude. I was ready for it. Uh, I, 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 I knew this game was coming, and I was so excited for it. But, uh, and, and it lived up to my expectations and blew me away. Uh, Shenmue 2 was fantastic. And, and now we have Shenmue 3 coming. And the great thing is, Ryuji Ayuchi is one of the main composers of Shenmue 3. So he's back, and he's doing the compositions again for, for Shenmue. So... That's cool. Uh, yeah. He's,
1: he's, he's on board.
0: Yep. Um, beautiful track, though. Obviously, we know Shenmue has fantastic soundtracks to both one and two. Uh, I'm actually planning on doing a bonus episode now that I'm currently playing through uh, one and two remastered. I'm going to I'm going to put together a bonus episode, uh, probably not till beginning of next year. I'll probably do it sometime in 2019, maybe January 2019. Um And then I also want to mention, go check out our bonus episode on World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth. Because if you didn't realize it, we put up a bonus episode the other day where we took a look at music strictly from the new expansion. Uh, It's a little bit of a different episode. Uh, The bonus episodes, we've determined that uh, just because I have more time to record during the days, uh, Frank probably will not be on most of the bonus episodes going forward. Uh, So if you're not a fan of Frank, you can look forward to those bonus episodes. But uh, wow. (laughs) Wow.
1: After I let you pronounce Shenmue wrong this entire time, Shenmue.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, no. So uh, the bonus episodes, I'm just going to record them during the day, like a like a normal because I, I work at Level Up Games like a normal job, eight to six usually. Um, uh, during the week Monday through Friday I do a little bit of work on the weekends to record with Frank on Saturdays and then a little bit here here and there on Sundays but for the most part I treat Level Down Games as a job and that includes BG Mania that includes all of our podcasting so um, I'm going to go ahead and put together an episode for Shenmue in the future but I went ahead and put one together for World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth go check that out there's a little talking obviously I I enjoy the tracks I talk a little bit about the expansion but for the most part it's just music 16 tracks baby uh and and the soundtrack for battle for azeroth is very epic so i highly recommend you go listen to that episode if you skipped over it uh very very good stuff especially you frank because i know anytime you're not involved with recording you don't listen to it because you suck
1: uh because i have a thousand things that i'm doing okay and you will be bathed in the blood of the innocent the captain blood of the innocent title screen that's my track That was the title screen from Captain Blood. Mm-hmm. Hold on to that Bad Boys NC Amiga episode. And if you ever heard that, definitely go back check that one out. It was pretty cool to hear uh, all the kinds of music that the Amiga can actually pull off.
0: Right, yeah, no, the Amiga. We've got a part two planned for 2019. Um, funny thing is, I, I always say that I'm always well prepared. I actually put a mock schedule together for uh, 2019 BG Mania episodes. Uh, as we always joke around about, I have enough to literally get us through, like, 2025. And I do. Like, that's not an exaggeration. I have enough ideas and concepts and, and games I want to feature. But, obviously, now that we aren't focusing on a series anymore, we aren't we aren't sticking to, obviously, every other week's going to be Zelda, Mario, or Final Fantasy, which is what we were doing for the longest time, which is why I said I want to break away from that to get us, you know, expand our horizons a bit and get some different things out there in the, in the, in the, uh, in the atmosphere in terms of BG Media music. But, um the schedules are now easily changed around. So if a game releases that has a fantastic soundtrack and we want to showcase it, we can do that. So, you know, say, you know, if, if Guacamelee! 2. It has the potential. We could have done an entire episode on it. I don't want to, but we could have. So I could have moved next week's episode to another week and we could have slotted Guacamelee! 2 in there. So something like that. So it's, it's a lot easier for us to move things around, whereas before the schedule was pretty locked because we couldn't move around the, the, the series, the Final Fantasy, the Mario, the Zelda that had to stay. The only thing we can move around was the one themed episode in between. And if we move something, it could potentially be bumped to who knows when, like 2023. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> At least now we can move things around and it sticks within the same time frame. But uh, I like that track in particular because it slows down. And it keeps ramping up. You have this crazy sounding Amiga track. And like you mentioned, we were listening to it. It is an original track. I can't pick anything off the top of my head that that is inspired by or from. So it definitely sounds original for Amiga Music Ghost. Because Amiga, you know, is a lot of, you know, mostly inspired by like pop culture music and that kind of stuff. But it continues ramping until it gets to that loop. And right before it approaches the loop, it slows down to like, you know, the, the beats per minute get really, really small. I like that. And then it rims right back up. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty weird game in general,
1: man. I've never even heard of
0: it, to be honest.
1: It's it's a French video game that was released in the UK that eventually brought over to us. Okay. It's an action adventure simulation. I thought maybe you were
0: doing a UK only release like I did a Japanese only release last week.
1: I will eventually. They have a lot of stuff over there that we never saw.
0: Yeah, I actually want to do an episode on that eventually. Like, I want to do an episode on. Um...
1: Yeah, so in twenty twenty eight, we'll uh, we'll definitely get to
0: that. <laughs> sure. I definitely have an idea for uh, doing a Japanese only game where or episode where we do music from games that only released in Japan. I think we should do one for Europe as well.
1: Why not? Man? They have so many cool things that we never saw. But uh, yeah, with this game, uh, you are hunting down five clones of Captain Blood, and you have to kill them and
0: who the t- hell t- is Captain t- t- Blood is he just a made-up character
1: he's a, he's a made-up character he's named for a mod, the Errol Flynn movie of the same name the, hmm. the, the, the person's like oh that's a cool name I'm gonna steal it from my so game." so it
0: does still have some pop culture references even though it's not the music it's the name of the game
1: <laughs> okay yeah so he, 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 there's, there's no escaping it Uh the composer is Jean-Michael Jarre does not make sense because it's a French game. I did not know that when I found out who the uh, composer is, but I don't know now. Yeah, I've been sitting. Like I've been sitting on this track because it's it was so freaky, so weird. I was like, you know what? This this is not this is not going to fit too well. It could have fit in the it Amiga episode. Fit, absolutely, and, and, anything went there. But uh, freaky and weird seems where I like to break out my Radio Hour picks.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have enough tracks saved from the Amiga episode to where, like I said, we have a part two planned, but I want to do a part three even because I have enough tracks that I can get through part two and part three. I kind of want to keep doing Amiga episodes because I, there's just so much good music. Why not? There. Yeah.
1: But this game actually has a French only sequel. Really? Oh, Captain Blood 2? Called, Com- called Commander
0: Blood. Ah, the, step up, the step up from he Captain.
1: Got, he got a promotion.
0: Yeah. Corporal, out, Corporal Blood was supposed to be the third game, but it didn't happen. <laughs> this game
1: came out. That, this game came out in '88. That game came out in
0: 1994. So okay, okay. Corporal, Corporal Blood is Viva a 2020 release on the PS5.
1: So, I'm waiting hope. for General Blood to come out on the, P- on the PS5 as well. That's yeah. gonna be awesome. Yep. Yes, on a bench. Stealing my jokes. I had that written out. Uh, How am I, supposed, right, to I uh, supposed to know that? Yeah, I'm supposed to be. My humor. I'm okay, funnier than you,
0: though. It's the issue.
1: Funny looking, absolutely. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, well, we'll go ahead and move into my next pick, and I like, I like that you just did the Mega Pick. I do, because my next pick happens to come from the Commodore 64. Nice. The game, Monty on the Run, and the track, the main theme. was the main theme from Monty on the Run from the Commodore 64 composed by one of the most popular Commodore 64 composers of that era, Rob Hubbard, and this was released in July 1985. Now, Monty on the Run is not a game that I've played. I have not played Monty on the Run. I have seen this game several times played on like some retro gaming YouTube channels and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I've seen a lot of people play through this game. Not a very long game, but I mean, you know, for Commodore 64 length, obviously, you know, you can finish it in one sitting probably anywhere less than an hour's worth of a game as the games usually were back then. But uh, it, it just always struck me as a game I would have liked as a child because it has that, you know, it's a side scrolling game, very platforming in nature. And you play as this little mole named Monty, and he's trying to escape the authorities. And, you're, you you know, you're just going through these different stages across these obstacles. Every, everything's trying to kill you and catch you. And you're just literally trying to get away. It seemed like a game I would really enjoy. So I, I just remember the soundtrack to this game being phenomenal. And uh, as we talked about during that Amiga episode, most of the time, these games only had one or two tracks, and this is one of the only tracks in Monty on the Run, but it's really good. It might be one of the better tracks from the Commodore 64 in general. Have you ever come to uh, America and this game never released in North America? It only we, could sa- it we, could have, we could have saved this for the upcoming European adventure. It only released in Japan. Uh, Jaleco published it over in Japan and Gremlin graphics published it over in Europe, but it never released here in North America. It wouldn't have worked, though, because it didn't release only in Japan or only in Europe. It actually released them both. <laughs> the, the, the concepts of the episodes when we do those, it's got to be it only released there. So, yeah. But no, this is definitely a great piece of music and it definitely wants to. It makes me want to do an episode much like we did on the Amiga. I kind of want to do one on the Commodore 64 in the future now, too. We should. We Absolutely. Should. Yeah, we definitely should. We definitely should next week nah. no, no 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 we have too many things guys Na- next kidding. week next week we have a great episode plan that we'll talk about at the end of the show well I, it's my turn isn't it no ah, no you can steal my turn your, again no it's your turn actually just kidding
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. how dare you i thought <laughs> no, i knew the show structure okay uh <laughs> being that i am the star of the show
0: oh no i wouldn't say that
1: much. Well, I, I'm the main attraction. I, I I'm on the rise. Well, I I'm guess a, I'm, I, a, I'm a I'm a rising star.
0: I guess you know if you think about it, like when when the when the carnivals used to come to town, the sideshow freaks always would be the star of the show. So I guess you could potentially say you're the star of the show.
1: I'll take it. I don't care. That's good enough. From Rise star, this is shooting star. Don't you know that you are a shooting rhystar. Told you, you told you you can't
0: sing. I'm the best. Okay. Told you you can't sing. That's what it just picture that, but like him trying to sound like a vocaloid and, and you'll get what we were talking about with the uh Don't
1: you know, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: No, that was shooting Star from the game. Star, of course. Uh, great music
0: though. And a great game.
1: Absolutely a great game and never had a sequel, believe it or not.
0: Yeah, which is uh, surprising. I actually, we, uh, this coming up episode of uh, Revisiting the Classics, we've already recorded it will post-Friday. Uh, we actually talked about this game because you picked it. And, See that? Uh, I just gave you a
1: glimpse to the future.
0: Yeah, and I talked about how I thought there were sequels to this game. I thought there were two sequels to this game even. Yeah. But uh, they're not. There wasn't. And it's so weird because I literally, in my head, I can picture the sequels. <laughs> but they're not there. No, this is a super
1: fun game that came on the Sega where you play as an anthropomorphic star. Uh, the song itself was composed by Tomoko Sasaki. Um, I didn't find anything else by Tomoko Sasaki, and then again, I didn't look.
0: Tomoko Sasaki. I know, uh, I know her. Tomoko Sasaki, that's the girl that does, uh, Nights into Dreams. Yeah. Is it? Are you looking yep. now? okay yep. so I know her I know that name yeah she she does Nights in a Dreams uh, she did Christmas Nights which we've played music from uh, before on the show uh, yeah she's she's a good composer man she's a good she's good and in fact uh,
1: she's even uh, in Smash Brothers Brawl and Merry uh, Marry-Go-Round Jailhouse Merry go round Jailhouse so there you go what Jailhouse Merry go round Jailhouse
0: oh oh, I don't know that do I
1: That's it's, uh, it's an upcoming game sorry I'll let you look into the future
0: hmm. I don't know I don't I'm never nervous. never I don't know what that is. They don't even yeah, know. Neither. So uh, but 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 I do know that uh, obviously she, so many different composers contribute tracks to Smash Brothers, which is why there's over 900 tracks in Ultimate. So yeah, like that I mean, if you're a composer in the video game industry chances are you have a credit in Smash Brothers at some point. I have a credit in Smash Brothers. No, you don't even that kid. Um but no, she, she, she's a good composer. And what she did with Rystar, fantastic. Love that. Fa- lo- I love that. Obviously, that Sega Genesis sound chip, the Sega Genesis feel. Uh, great piece of music. But yeah, no, I know her from Nights into Dreams. I knew, I knew that name as soon as you said it. That's why I, I had to stop and think for a second. So Brian, your wealth of knowledge just never ceases to amaze me. Your ability to forget everything after hearing it never ceases to amaze me, too. But uh, all right, man, let's go ahead and move into the Jessica pick for this episode and she has chosen something from a visual novel that's recently she's played and did a review up for uh, on our YouTube channel and our website, leveldowngames.com. But to intro it, we'll kick it over to her. Hey, everyone. Jessica here um, with my Radio Hour pick. I went ahead and picked a song from... It's a visual novel that I recently just did a review for. It's called Seven Scarlets. This song is technically called Lovestruck, but... For some reason, when you type it in, there's not really a name for it. I don't know what Brian put for it. Anyways, um, this is a song that one of your love interests, like he's a pop star, and you guys are like childhood sweethearts, but your memories erased. It's a long story. Anyways, this is the song he wrote for you, and then towards the end of the story, you realize that, you know, this is your song, and it was really cute, and I enjoyed the catchy beat of it. And so I kinda just wanted to pick that
3: one. Hope you guys enjoy a way to colour she your Jakus so my hand. No
0: And that was the title theme to a game called Seven's Scarlet or Seven's Carlet. Uh, the way it's the way the the, the way the name of the, it's kind of weird the, the way the name of the game. So it's Seven apostrophe S and then a capital C A R L A T. So I guess it's Seven's Carlet. But uh, Seven's Carlet. Okay. Yeah, uh, something like that. But it, I I just say Seven Scarlet, uh, composed by Yuki Sugiyora. And she mostly does some visual novels, but she also is the main composer behind Cyberdimension Neptunia Four Goddesses Online, okay. which is a game I played, last, well, yeah, I played it last year in the Neptunia series. Um, this game released May 25th, 2018, so just a couple months ago. Uh, and it's the most recent visual novel that Jessica has reviewed for us here at Level Down Games. So, again, this is the review of us on our channel, leveldowngames.com. Uh, check it out wherever if you want to read it or watch it. Uh, she's She's been doing a lot of good work with uh, reviews and helping us get caught up in some of our stuff here, so... Uh, she also did the review for Little Dragons Cafe recently. It's a fun game. Cute game. Great Switch game. And she's working on another visual novel as we speak. So, yeah, she's always she's always doing something. She's always busy. But, uh, great piece of music here. It's actually funny. I believe this is the track I used as the background music for the review on our on our YouTube channel, so kind of funny there, too. Uh, great piece of music, though. Really enjoy it. Uh, obviously, it's Japanese pop type J-pop type music, but dude that music's always so catchy like I don't know I don't know what they're saying but it's super catchy and I don't know just that the music itself is good I like it they're saying Frank is cool Frank is the best I guess in your mind they could be
1: oh I'm translating it
0: yeah that's why you're not, in a tra- that's why you're not an official translator yet ever, ever. I'm,
1: waiting
0: ever. For the U- I'm waiting for the UN to approve that it's not gonna happen <laughs> But uh, good piece of music, though. So as always, thanks to Jessica for picking another great track here on BG Mania for Radio Hour. Good stuff. Good stuff. But we'll go ahead and move into my last track here. And I am going to a Japanese role-playing game that I absolutely love. It's one actually one of Justin's favorites. Uh, it was originally released on the Dreamcast, but eventually would get ported over to the GameCube. Give you a little idea what it is. So from Skies of Arcadia, this is Little Jack Ship. was Little Jack Ship from Skies of Arcadia, composed by Utaki Minobi and released November 13th, 2000 on the Dreamcast. Again, it was eventually ported to the uh, to the GameCube as well. A few years later as Skies of Arcadia Legends. So great game. Obviously, one of Justin's favorite JRPGs, and it is a fantastic JRPG. Uh, really still hold not hope one day that we'll see a Skies of Arcadia 2. I really want it. And everyone wants it. Uh, it's one of those games that it's much It's much like it's the new Shenmue 3 now that Shenmue 3 is happening. So everyone is kind of hoping now that Sega will eventually like, you know what, we really probably should do a Skies of Arcadia 2. So, I hope
1: it never comes out.
0: No, we hope it does. No, no. Oh, wait, wait. We hope it does It's the, come op- out.
1: It's, it's the opposite
0: of what I want. Yeah, we, we hope it does come out, man. And a great piece of music. Uh, you you had mentioned there when we started listening to a nice little jaunty pirate tune. And uh, I considered saving that for an episode that we have coming up in the future because we are obviously every October we do Halloween themed stuff. And we've already kind of mentioned that we're going to be doing. Um, uh, Mega Man this October. couldn't think of it. I, yes. I, I drew a blank for a second. We're doing Mega Man this October. But one of the themed episodes we're going to be doing happens to do with pirate music. And I think it's gonna be fun. So I could have I could have saved that this track for that episode, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of other good things to play in that pirate episode. So keep an eye out for that later this October. We're gonna have an episode on pirate music too; it'd be fun stuff. But uh, yeah, Little Jack Ship, a great piece of music, fantastic game, fantastic music. I love it; I absolutely love it.
1: No, that was that was a damn good pick. I I like that song. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I respect your pick absolutely.
0: But uh, what are you gonna close us out with today on this episode?
1: So I picked a selection from uh, Junko Tamaya From so so we are closing out with some Capcom. Okay. Uh, she's also known by the aliases of Gon, Gonzu, and believe it or not, Gondammon. Okay. Gondammon indeed. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> she's done the music for Gunsmoke, 1943, Strider, Final Fight.
0: Yeah, we've talked uh, about her before. Junko Tamiya, of course. Yeah, she, yeah, she's she's one of the more popular Capcom composers. I actually think I have her on the short list. Let me look. Um, double check in here. I got to scroll all the way down. Yeah, Junko Tamiya, yeah, she's on the shortlist for doing a deep dive in the future. There
1: yep. you go. But, uh, this is a game that I found in the mall. during really? a little kiosk, uh, and I didn't find it, I didn't find it like, hey, it's there to buy it. Nintendo was doing a thing where they were demoing a bunch of games in the mall, so they had a
0: bunch of TVs. And this back when I, it was current or recently?
1: Back when it was current. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so 1990. Um, and I was walking through the mall and they had a big, it, it almost looked like a school bus
0: parked in the middle of the mall, like where the kiosks would be. It's kind of like what Sony does now with like the PlayStation Road to Greatness thing, because they take exactly. they, they take buses around the U.S. and they they just pimp the PS4.
1: It's pretty much what it was. And they were just pimping all these new games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and one of them was Captain Nemo Dreammaster. Master. Wow. Uh, and it had a short line because it was something new that no one, no one ever played before. And I remember just playing it. I was eight years old. I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. Uh, and then, you know, you only get to play for like three or four minutes because it's like a demo. And then someone's like tapping you and the next person gets to play. And I remember going to the back of the line and playing it again because it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song you're going to hear is The Cloud Ruins, which is a, a sky stage, obviously. just makes Yeah, sense. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I have a nice deep connection to this game. I remember just circling back into the line. There were other games there that were out at the time. I just didn't have any interest in them. Okay. Uh, but Little Nemo Dreammaster, and to this day, it holds up as one of the harder games, but one of the more fun games uh, from the Capcom uh, library on the NES.
0: Yeah, and I, I this is a game that I played extensively when it was current as well. This is uh, one of the one of my one of my main memories of, of the NES is Little Nemo. Uh, it's it's a great piece of music and a great game. So.
1: You know, it's uh, how cool would it be to throw some candy and turn into an
0: animal? Yeah, I remember renting this game a lot. I never owned this game, but I remember renting this game a lot and and being a child thinking this game was rather difficult. I've since gone back and played it and it's not as difficult as I remember it being, but it's still not an easy game. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, it's not an easy game, but I, it's definitely not as hard as I made it out to seem in my head when I was a kid, because we're talking 1990. I think I probably played this. I was renting it from the local store in 91, 92-ish, so I was, you know, five, six years old, so I, I, I was still, I wasn't great at video games when I was a five and six-year-old kid. I was decent, but I wasn't great. Um, I didn't get, I didn't start really getting good until, like, my, my teenage years is when I started really getting good at games, but... I remember this game just being so hard and I I since went back and found a copy and played it and it's not as hard as I remember
1: (laughs) but if you guys have any childhood memories of really cool games that have great music again just shoot us a message bgmania at doubledowngames.com throw us a story I would absolutely love to play
0: your track yeah and we'll use it for the uh, thankful episode coming up this November because we definitely need some submissions for that Uh, we've still got in the big old zero so like I said if we make it the entire time uh We're going to think of a different concept for that Thanksgiving bonus episode. (laughs) Uh, I'll be really sad if we have to do that. I don't know how many turkey songs I can come up with, so (laughs) please, please, please. No, dude, I know. And we've talked about this before. I know of two off the top of my head. That's it. (laughs) it. That is (laughs) it. And that might be it in general. So uh, that that might be the bonus episode. We may have to somehow incorporate music with turkeys like that's That may be the bonus episode. So if you want to hear a struggle, don't send us tracks. That's what we're going to do. But uh, if you'd oh, rather
1: now you're challenging but how dare you? <laughs> if
0: you'd rather have a, a, a heartfelt, fun episode based off of our our listeners' stories and childhood memories and tracks that mean a lot to them, then yes, please submit those tracks. BGMania at leveldowngames.com. I will read Brian's credit card number on the air. You will not do that, but thank you very much. Uh, anything else before we get on out of here? That's <laughs> worth a shot. I think we said it all. <laughs> all right, well, that's gonna do it for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania, made possible by leveldowngames.com. Remember to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of where you're enjoying this content, be sure to share your support by leaving a review, and if you aren't already, subscribe on YouTube. Remember, go leave us a rating and a review on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. It definitely helps us climb the results in terms of search results so that more people can find the show. You can also follow us over at twitch.tv slash leveldowngames for all of our live streams and event coverage and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if you want to follow us across social media. Check that description box for the appropriate links. Next week, we're going to be taking a look at music from the company Natsume, and I'm sure you know who Natsume is, but if for whatever reason you don't, they are most popular for their Harvest Moon franchise, so publishing the Harvest Moon games. Um, Do a lot of other franchises, though, so what we're going to be doing, we're going to be taking eight tracks apiece, and we're going to be focusing on Natsume, the company, so whether they published the game or whether they developed the game, doesn't matter, both qualify, We're just going to be taking a look at music from Natsume. And I think this is going to be a fun episode because there's some good stuff out there. We've already we took a look while we were recording this one at some of the list of games that we could potentially pick from some heavy hitters in there. And I think there's a lot of good tracks in there. So uh, it's going to be a fun episode. Obviously, you're definitely going to hear some Harvest Moon. But other than that, it's going to be a fun episode. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have the Cloud Ruins from Little Nemo on the NES. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.